so let's proceed with our day 3 of iso 27001 master class okay so in day 1 and 2 we understood about the lead implementing process if there is uh, if your organization want to implement uh, 21000 series standard what will be the process what will be the approach and to from today onwards we are going to understand about the auditing approach okay so if you want to be an certified into 27001 lead auditor or your organization want to be an certified okay so so for that what will be end process so in day 3 agenda we are going to cover iso 27001 lead uh, lead auditor roles and responsibilities what are the audit fundamental concepts and principles to aim your aim the certificate what will be the process of an auditing and we are going to understand the stage 1 audit as well okay so this will be our agenda for the day so let's begin with this now as an lead auditor now what uh, organization want uh, particularly from an lead auditor so an iso lead auditor is a qualified professional with expertise to evaluate an organization information security management by iso 27001 requirement okay now there are certain international standards of auditing okay so international standards of auditing particularly giving us a requirement so we have iso 19011 and iso 17021 oblique 1 now this are what 19011 is an guidance standard it is providing a guidance on managing an audit program okay so how to manage an audit program how to plan and conduct an management system audit as well as compliance of an auditor so it's a most cru uh, crucial aspect when it provides uh, uh, it generally provides some basic fundamentals and principles of an auditing okay so iso 19011 has been saying how to do an audit okay so uh, how to conduct an audit as well as how to get compliant for the auditors as well now this 19 17021 what it has been saying it has been saying it is giving you a requirement for the certification body who are providing a certification for the organization so they should be complying again to the standard okay so certificate body certification body will going to prove some certain compliances consistency as well okay so they are going to make sure that they are credible enough to give an certification particularly for all the isos so this is for the certification body and this is for an individual auditor okay now the auditor plays a crucial role in assisting organization in announcing their information security stance and attending the certificate if organization want to aim for a certification who is going to help them auditor is going to help them okay so auditor will be following a step by step approach first he is going to understand about the requirement of an organization that they why they want to go with an iso 27001 so once he understood the requirement then he will be uh, checking under to what uh, under to what circumstances and where this particular implementation to be done okay 
Now, once the implementation has been done, once the scope has been derived, once that uh, controls have been aligned, after that, what we do, we go with an audit. After an implementation, the auditing process start. Okay. So, as an auditor, first thing, what we are going to see, we are going to see the scope. Then we are going to define uh, the terms. Then we are going to check the principle. Then we are going to conduct an audit. And uh, after conduct, uh, during conducting an audit, what we are doing, we are evaluating the compliance. We are evaluating the regulatories to find out if there is any loophole has been presented or is been left. Okay, so they are aiming. Uh, uh, they they are helping organization to enhance their information security stance. Okay. Also, they are helping organization to claim to go for a certification only after an internal audit after establishment of your 27 uh, uh, the ISMS. What we what the organization will be aiming? They will be aiming for your certificate. Okay, so we have standards audit standards. So as of now we are learning. ISO 27001. This is giving you uh, particularly a requirement standard. Then we have 27,007, 27,006. Now these are what? These are your guidance standard. Guidance standard, uh, particularly, uh, it's in concept of auditing and information security management. Okay, so ISMS audit has been uh, according to your ISO 27001. Okay, now the qualification of an ISMS in terms of a knowledge, in terms of a compliance that has been coming under 27,007. Okay, now 27,006 again it is providing you and guidance. Okay, so uh, it, it, this is very much requirement for the certification body, so they will be fulfilling in addition to 17,021 for only for an accreditation body. So they will be managing um, the security management system. Okay, they will be checking for the ISMS audit timetable. Okay, the qualification is uh, uh, is generally your ISMS auditor will be going, uh, will be having the knowledge for the compliant. Okay, so those are the few terminologies. Now there are few more terminologies as an auditor we should know. Okay, so when I'm doing an audit, there are few keywords which we will be conveying to the auditee or to our audit members. So we have uh, uh, some keywords like audit, interested party, IS, ISMS, this top management, non-confirmative. These are very uh, common keyword which has been used into your general terms. Okay, now the question arrives over here. What is an audit? Okay, now. Uh, if I want to give you a simple definition, audit is what? Audit is simple, uh, simply a systematic, independent, and documented process. Okay, systematic means it's a step-by-step process. Individually, anyone can obtain it or anyone can do it. Down the line, whatever systematic approach you have been taking, it should be documented. Okay, so audit is what audit is your systematic independent documented process for what to obtain certain objective. What is the objective to identify to get an evidence to evaluate uh, the objectivity. Okay, in extent to fulfill the criteria. 
that is what an audit is okay so simply putting or uh, simply auditing or simply asking auditee uh, that uh, where uh, we want to where, in in what process you want to have a check okay what practice you have been um, uh, taking care to against to the compliant for the organization what policies you had implemented what procedures you have been following what process uh, you have been using as well as uh, your national and international standard requirement okay so this all things will be uh, uh, tested this all things will be uh, assessed onto the basis uh, on evidence of the onto the fact okay so it can be an financial audit it can be an administrative audit it can be an information security system audit okay you you name any of the audit the process will be the same this process will be a systematic independent and it will be a documented process to find the evidence okay so uh, there are different different types of an audit as well so we have uh, first party audit we have second party audit we have third party audit okay so this first party audit and second party audit third party audit is what uh, so generally first party audit uh, is your is been conducted by the organization okay for their own purposes so we also call it as an internal audit auditing your own isms okay so now nowadays organization uh, uh, is having the team if they don't have a team what they do they generally hire some of the auditors okay as in freelancer to check the business relationship to check whether they are fulfilling the in uh, this uh, requirement or not okay then we have is your second party audit okay now second party audit is what it's an uh generally you can say uh it will be conducted uh it it will be fulfilling it will be checking or evaluating uh the requirement for the organization and uh, how it has been done it has been done by the certification body okay so we we also call it as an external audit or we for for example let's suppose i am taking certain uh, services from other other organization so what i am doing before taking any services i am evaluating that organization the service provider whether he will fulfilling my requirement if he is fulfilling the, my requirement indirectly i am performing an audit checking what are what are my uh, requirement he is fulfilling the requirement how is storing the information whether uh, my information is getting uh, uh, is been safe or secure or not so indirectly we are performing an audit for them okay so that will be your second party audit now there will be a third party audit now this third party audit will be done by the certification body to check whether your business is fulfilling the requirement of your isms or not so down the line they can give you a certification onto it we also call it as an uh this stage two audit as external audit okay uh, not only that there are different types of audits as well opinion audit pre-assessment audit certification audit now opinion audit is what you are taking certain advices or recommendation now when does organization take an advice or recommendation after doing an implementation okay so when i uh, do an implementation after that i will be asking uh I will be taking an advice or I will be asking any external auditor to check whether I had properly implemented all the controls or not. Okay, so that will be my op opinion audit. Then we have uh, pre-assessment audit. Now this pre-assessment audit is been done um, before taking any certification. Okay, so before taking any certification, what we do, we do a gap assessment. So that will be your pre-assessment audit. And third one is your 
certification audit now certification audit has been obtained Jaltery uh, uh, to do to give and recommendation or to do given certification uh, to the organization Okay, so I will if let's suppose my info sector and want to aim want to go for certification So first I will be doing an implementation of an ISMS after that performing and gap assessment Preparing for a stage one audit, completing the stage one audit, and then going for the stage two stage two audit. Now, before going to and say stage two audit, I will be deciding and certification body. From which certification body uh, I want to go for the certification. So once the certification body has been de decided, then certification body will be giving a date and time. Okay. So setting up a requirement. This is the date we want to process with an audit, and after that the process will be begin. Okay, so that was the basic overview about an audit. How the audit has been done? What are the different types of an audit? Okay, now uh, one more thing. Uh, there are a few involved parties as well. When we talk about an audit, there are audit client, there are auditee, audit team, auditor, technical expert. Okay, uh, the main objective audit is to, uh, you can say it's to describe whether they are fulfilling the requirement or not. Okay, so we have an criteria you might have heard about um, uh, SOX, PCI DSS, HIPAA, then NEST, uh, 19001. These are what these are the criteria, the set of a requirement, okay, which will be giving you an uh, uh, objectives, okay, a compared objective. So, under to what law, under to what criteria have been sitting or you have been opted for that audit, okay. So, we go with an, uh, a single audit, we go with a combined audit. Okay, so there are certain principles of an audit as well. Now, as we discussed about a lead auditor, okay, what are the roles and responsibilities of a lead auditor? That is the main question now. Okay, what auditor can do? What are the responsibilities of an ISO 27001 lead auditor? First of all, lead auditors, what he's going to do? He is going to uh, um, again. This is a very critical aspect. Okay, he is going to make sure that organization. Okay, uh, uh, the ensuring that an organization information security management is been compliant again to your twenty-seven thousand one standard. Okay, now what are the roles and responsibilities? First is your planning and execution of an ISMS, evaluating the effic efficiency of the control, identifying, documenting non-confirmative. Offering recommendation for enhancement, providing constructive feedback to the organization. Okay. Now, first thing is what? Understanding the standard, understanding the requirement standard. Requirement standard of what? Requirement standard of your 27,001. Okay. What are the principle? Principle of your security management system. So we want to do an audit of and 27,001. So first understand the requirement. Once we have a requirement, then after that we go with a planning of an audit. We plan for an audit. Plan for organization ISMS audit based on to the organization context, based on to the risk, based on to their standard. Okay, so what we do, we develop a schedule, we develop a checklist and other necessary document. Once the path planning has been done after that, what we do, we conduct an audit. Okay, we conduct whether it's an internal audit, whether it's an external audit, conducting an audit 
for ISMS. Okay, to check whether it's confirmative or not confirmative with that 27,000 burn requirement. So it involves evaluating proper this processes. It involves your controls. It involves your documentation. While we are conducting an audit, what we are doing, we are evaluating the effective controls. Okay, we are we are reviewing reviewing the documents, analyzing the document as per uh, or you can say related to your ISMS standards, related to your policies, risk assessment, security control to ensure whether uh, all these uh, controls policies are been aligned with your. 27,001 requirement. Okay, now if we identified any non non-confirmatives. So as an auditor, what we are going to do, we are going to report it. There is a non-confirmative in the area where the organization ISMS. Uh, uh, where the organization ISMS uh, is not been meeting to the standards. Okay, so what we are going to do, we are going to provide a recommendation related to it. So here is our suggestion to negotiate or to narrow down this non-confirmative. Okay, so there is a loophole into and control, or we can see you haven't applied this control. So here is our suggestion: you can go ahead and add this control. Okay, so the organization can go with a corrective action to identify to address those identified issues. Okay, so what we are providing, we are providing and constructive feedback to the organization, how it has been provided through so and communication. Okay, effectively, uh, your confirmative and non-confirmative has been communicated with the stakeholders, including your management staff explaining them what are the audit finding explaining them your recommendation okay and signify and other signification of your information securities okay down the line what we have created we have created a report okay preparing and comprehensive audit reports giving and summarization of all the findings observation recommendation now this report is again playing in crucial roles to give you any information or to take any decision related to your ISMS. Okay, now uh, this is the part of your internal auditor. Now there are a few more things. Let's suppose there is a non-confirmative. Now after the non-confirmative, what auditor is going to do? Okay, now uh, this, this comes with a condition. If it is a non-confirmative, you identified the non-confirmative. What you are going to do after that? If you identified any non-confirmative, there will be a follow-up. Okay, so there will be a follow-up audit. Okay, in follow-up audit, as an auditor, we are going to monitor and conduct a follow-up audit to verify whether they had implemented or effectively uh, had gone with any corrective action or not. Okay, whether the organization has identified the non-confirmative or passed that non-confirmative. So that's why there will be a follow-up activity. With that follow-up activity, 
it is an continuous improvement. Okay, so organization is going with a continuous improvement of the ISMS. Okay, they are providing insights into the area to enhance and share uh, sharing their best practices for the information security. Okay, now how they can go with a continuous improvement by providing and training uh, by giving an awareness training program. Okay, awareness session on information security principle on your 27,000 word requirement. Giving an importance, giving the importance, uh, 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 sharing the importance details of the compliance or uh, to the relevant stakeholders within that organization. Okay, not only that, performing and risk management, participating in risk uh, assessment, risk management. Okay, so organization is trying to do what? They are trying to identify or address uh, any particular security risk in according to your 27001. Okay, so. Your lead auditor plays a vital role in safeguarding an organization information assets. Okay, how? By ensuring that your ISMS is being compliant as per your 27001. And also it has been effectively addressed as well. Your information security risk has been effectively addressed. Okay, so that is what your roles and responsibilities of your lead auditor. Okay, so what are the fundamental principle and concept of an audit? So we have audit standard. Okay, so not only that we are going to understand what is an audit. We are going to understand types of an audit. Okay, we are going to understand the involved party, uh, the objective and criteria. We are going to understand about a combined audit. We are going to understand about the principle of an auditing. Okay, uh, what is the uh, competence and uh, particular evaluation of an auditor? Okay, so first let's start with an audit standard. Now, audit standard, as we as we have already discussed, so there are certain guidance standard and there are certain requirement standard. Okay, now guidance standard for an audit program, how to do an audit, how to conduct an uh, audit for a management system. So guidance standard has been giving uh, your 19,011 is giving you a guidance standard on managing an audit program. Okay, now there are certain requirement um, standard as well requirement uh, program uh, this standard particularly for your certification body okay so if uh, the, if a, there is any certification body providing a certification based on to your iso 27001 so there are certain requirement standard for them so they must be compliant with the standard okay so they, uh, they it is giving a proof that they they have having and competence competency as well to provide to ensure they are credible enough to provide you a certificate okay so this two standard is for one is for your individual auditor and second one is for your certification body now there are a few more audit standard uh, as i have discussed already 27007 27006 now this is again a requirement standard and guidance standard 27007 providing you a guidance standard on Auditing and information security uh, management system. Uh, 27,006 is providing you a guidance and discipline uh, standard. Uh, it's again a requirement uh, for the certification body. They must be fulfilling uh, the requirement in addition to your 17,001. Okay, uh, down the line we have uh, uh, particularly uh, this uh, different different types of an audit. 
okay uh, as i've discussed first party audit second party audit third party audit now first party audit is what uh, it's generally we also call it as an internal audit okay so basically is known as your internal audit and internal audit or any independent audit what will be the objective to give an organization assurance that your level of security controls has been operated so we are give, the recommendation has been given for the improval matter uh, improvement manner and you can uh, with the help of interview you can go ahead and follow with a stage to audit now there is an the second party audit also known as your external audit the difference between uh, is uh, is that the second party audit has been given uh, uh, is uh, been conducted by a certification body okay or you can say the second party audit has been conducted by the parties those who have interest into the audit okay then we have is your third party audit okay now third party audit is what uh, there is an organization uh, has been audited by the independent organization to ensure whether the conformity has been uh, has been sitting into the specified area or not okay so we have different different types of an audit in that pre assessment audit opinion audit certification audit so uh, you can go with any 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 particular audit okay as we also have certain objective to perform an audit objective is what to fulfill the requirement standard of your 27001 so first we are determining the conformity uh, from the management system or any part um, of the organization by defining the criteria when we define the ability how to perform an audit by ensuring whether the client has been meeting to the applicable say, uh, standards or not okay then we are defining the effectiveness of the management system to ensure the client has been uh, uh, reasonably accepting all uh, achieving all the specific objective okay so these are this will be certain criteria now criteria will be uh, again or uh, depending on to the requirement that you want to aim for with certification so the certification body will be setting up and criteria whether it's an pci dss whether it's a 19000 27001 so this certification body will go into decide and criteria under to what criteria we are going to perform an audit okay not only that we have a combined audit as well now combined audit is fault all together uh, uh, we can say it's an uh, single audit or two or more audit has been managed now there is an uh, key part over here if there is a single audit or if there is an combined audit okay so we will be going with a team of an audit okay so team will be performing an audit either it's a combined audit or either it's a single audit but the person who is managing the team or who is managing the combined audit will be the same okay so team leader will be one whether it's a combined audit or whether it's a single audit okay combined audit is what so we are auditing two or more different management system in a single audit the purpose of a combined audit is what to evaluate the effectiveness to evaluate the efficiency of multiple management system in a coordinator manner okay so we are minimizing the disruption of the operation so with the help of a combined audit what we are doing we are conducting an audit to multiple management system okay which are compatible uh, and can be audited together okay 
now during and combined audit the audit team should be considering the requirement of each management system which need to be audited as well as their unique requirement okay requirement that is been applicable to that specified combined management system the audit team will also been considering if if there is any potential interaction or overlap between these two management system which need to be audited that will be considered as well okay so um, uh, after this consideration what we are ensuring we are ensuring that the effectiveness and the uh, the efficiency uh, uh, of this uh, uh, this particular audit will be giving you an desire requirement or will be giving you a certain approach uh, to give you uh, to, for that relevant audit criteria so overall this combined audit will be providing more comprehensive or evaluation of your organization management system okay now there are certain principles of an auditing okay so let me note down few of the principles we have integrity fair presentation due professionalism confidentiality independence okay now integrity is what auditors will be conducting or uh, you can say they will be presenting themselves with very honest with very uh, fairly presentation and impartiality as well there will be no impartiality okay so we are not sharing the information with anyone with uh, at any circumstances so we are maintaining the integrity fair presentation auditor what they are going to do they are going to present their finding accurately based on to the evidence which has been gathered okay so if i am getting any information so i am going to give provide that information in the document as it is i am not going to temper any document or temper any evidence okay then is your due professional care now due professional care is what as an auditor we are going to perform an audit in a professional manner in a planned manner okay so we have done a planning at first step if you remember at the first slide how to conduct an audit what are the roles and responsibility of an auditor so when we begin with an audit first phase is what it's in planning okay so we are going by the rule conducting an audit in a planned manner and providing a report of that audit okay then is your confidentiality auditor is giving a respect to the confidentiality of that particular organization so the information which is been collected those information should not be disclosed with anyone okay or those information only been disclosed with the audit permission as per the required law okay apart from that we are not going to share those information with anyone 
okay then if you are independent independent means what as an auditor i should be free from bias free from any conflict of an interest as well it is going to affect the availability or it is going to affect the audit as well okay down the line when we are conducting an audit the audit will be conducted why uh, in a uh, evidence based approach okay so as an auditor we are going to gather the sufficient and appropriate evidence as well why so if that evidence is going to support my finding support my conclusion okay so this principle will going to help an auditor to ensure that audit has been conducted uh, with the integrity with the objectivity with the professionalism so we are not adhering any principles so auditors uh, audit has been provided uh, that audit has been providing any particular particular valuable insights as well okay not only that the recommendation has been provided to go with an improvement if there is any uh loophole into that organization okay so we follow this step by step approach okay so these are what these are certain uh, principles of an auditing okay now uh, next one is your competence and evaluation of an auditors uh, of an auditors okay so uh, there are certain uh, threat as well okay uh, threat to your you can say independency okay so threat to any independency it will be giving you an outline something that uh, uh, the independence to the certification body will be considering so there will be a certain self-interest self-review or you can say um, or trust uh, is just uh, this factors for the audit for the auditors okay so uh, before uh, hiring any particular auditor so the certification body or that particular or that organization is going to make sure that uh, the, the uh, that particular person uh, is been evaluated okay and based on to his competency level he has been hired to confirm to perform those audits okay so the competency of an auditor has been evaluated uh, based on to you can say as i said uh, on to the requirement on to um, their particular uh, uh, this the, the uh, looking at to the certification looking at to how many uh, times they have conducted the audit audit okay so uh, what type of an audit they have conducted uh, what is the uh, particular art for how many hours they have conducted audit what is his skills okay uh, what extra uh, things he has been providing or he has been bringing into the table so once everything has been evaluated and the auditor has been hired to perform an audit okay now uh, there is again uh, certain terms and condition uh, before any auditor has been hired uh, we uh, go with the uh, auditors uh, reinforcement ethics as well we check for that as well um, by conducting any particular background check before uh, providing a contract okay not only that uh, auditor will also been uh, uh, signing a code of an ethic as, as well uh, not only that uh, he has uh, gone to any training program recently okay uh, is he aware with the updated iso 27001 standard or not okay uh is there any particular uh i can say legal or any professional uh, uh, this stationary has been necessary then uh he can perform an external audit or not okay so all these things has been evaluated before selecting any auditor 
now we are going to understand the audit process okay so the audit process is been initially uh, is been started so what we are going to uh, go with first the audit offer the audit team leader the audit team audit feasibility audit acceptance okay establishing um, contact uh, contact with an audit auditee and then the audit schedule okay so as of now we haven't started the audit or we haven't uh, initiated the audit this is the first phase before starting with any audit okay so what is the first thing we have first thing is the audit offer now in audit offering what will be there let's suppose i am doing i am conducting an external audit okay now this external audit is been uh, done by the certification body okay now the organization want to have a certification that's why they approach to and towards a certification body now certification body dot what they have done they have been setting up a team of an audit okay now before setting up a team of an audit they want someone to be managing that audit okay so audit manager will be hired first now uh, before hiring the audit managers a mail will be sent to the appropriate person okay what the organization thinks that uh, they can perform an audit okay the audit will be offered so let's suppose they are offering me an audit so in that mail they will be giving me an information that uh, uh, you want to perform an audit this is the requirement this is the organization this is the organization requirement uh, then uh, this is the strength of that organization uh, it's been sitting between uh, your let's say 20 to 50 people okay the days will be required somewhat around uh, you can say 15 days okay the appointment letter has been sent okay now prior to accepting the audit mandate the auditor will going to receive an offer from the certification body now this process of offering and uh, mandate is helping us to avoid any misunderstanding as well or is there any particular question has been arising for example i had done the implementation for the organization same organization and similarly i was been asked to do an external audit now this time there will be certain breach of a contract why because i had done the implementation i know the in and out of the organization so i cannot perform an audit for the same organization okay so that's why when the appointment letter is been sent acceptance uh, this particular uh, can say uh, the letter has been received to the auditor from the certification body in that the complete information has been given information of the organization okay apart apart from that uh, in the offering there will be uh, audit objective scope criteria duration of an audit okay if the team has been uh, uh, you can say if the team has been selected then the information of the team members roles and responsibility of each and every team members uh, then uh, uh, the limitations of the audit engagement uh, related to the payments as well the commercials each and everything will be there into that audit offering okay so let's suppose i had uh, or let's say uh, 
uh, approve that uh, particular audit offering. I want to perform an audit. After that, there will be appointment of a team leader. Okay. Now for each audit, certification body is going to appoint one team leader who will be responsible for conducting that audit until it has been completed. Okay, not only that, there are certain main roles and responsibility of that team leader. First thing is what? Planning of an audit. Second thing is what? Identifying and addressing if there is any uh, this particular audit risk. Okay, so uh, not only that, he will be managing the communications as well. Communication between the auditor and the auditee. He is going to manage his whole team. He is going to assign the roles and responsibility as well to all the teams. Okay, by any chance, let's suppose my auditors has been fighting with each other or there is certain dispute between my auditor. So as a team leader, I am going to solve the conflicts. Okay, now whatever information my auditors has been collected at the end of the day, the conclusion is been given by your team leader based on to the report based on to the information what they have collected. Okay, so the report will be drafted by the team leader. Okay, the final report will be created by him. So as I said, uh, there are uh, 15 members into the same audit team. There are 20 members into the same audit team, but the team leader will be fun. If it is a joint audit or if it is a combined audit, same in this case situation as well, the team leader will be one. How the team leader has been selected, on what basis the team leader has been selected. Okay, so basis on its skills, basis on its knowledge, knowledge for information security risk management, knowledge of an audit standard model or audit procedures on techniques if we can understand the main business the process what is uh, what are his communication skills so everything will be evaluated okay so the same thing goes for your team members as well when there is uh, when there is a selection of an audit team first they are going to check for the teamwork skills okay the certification body is going to check the teamwork skills of that auditor. Okay, uh, not only that, they will be checking whether that particular auditor is having the basic knowledge of information security and risk management or not. If he is having the basic knowledge, after that, they will be checking whether that person is knowing about an audit standard, about an audit process, about audit techniques or not. He can understand the business process. Okay, once everything has been checked, the checklist from the checklist, then the auditor will be selected. Okay, now there is again a one more condition. Okay, now the certification body want to have at least one person from that team who is having a knowledge about the industry to whom they are performing an audit. Okay. So let's suppose InfoSec train want to go for a certification. Now when the team is been hired, the InfoSec train is particularly focusing on to and cyber security. 
so at least one member from that audit team should be aware about the cyber security roles and responsibility working of in cyber security okay not only that that person should also be having the knowledge about the auditing language as well so because we don't know where that particular organization has been established in which country in which state in which city the language has been spoken over there is different so at least that person should know how to communicate should understand what that particular auditor want to share so uh, these things have been checked uh, not only that at least um, that person should also know the legal and other regulated requirement as well related to that auditor now if everything is been setting if everything has been cross verified then we can build our own audit team okay so this is how the audit team has been selected let's suppose certification body has given the list of an fire auditors okay now this list is be, will be provided to the infosec train as well now infosec train can reject auditors as well okay in what condition if there is any conflict of an interest in any of the auditor so they can make an offer over here that this particular person is been up you can say has performed an internal audit for my organization so there is a conflict of an interest so change this auditor or else this person is been coming from our competitor okay so he is an employee of our competitor of that organization competitor so during that time also they can propose an offer change this auditor okay or else this auditor has previously previously conducting and conducted an audit for my organization but the professionalism is not very good okay so in that situation also they can make a request to change the auditor okay so rejection of an auditor from the audit client or the auditee yes that will be provided from the certification body they will be addressing those things as well if it has been requested okay now we have a team of an auditor after that is your audit feasibility now audit feasibility is what uh that audit should be determined in that uh, or it should be pro provided uh, for a reasonable confident as well in order to achieve certain objective okay now this uh, determining the feasibility should be considered uh, under certain factors under the factors of the availability availability of your stakeholders availability of the auditor okay whether they have been having a sufficient and appropriate information for the planning or not okay or adequate cooperation uh, is, is been required from the audit time is been required from an audit resources has been required from an audit in order to conduct an audit okay so as an auditor we are going to determine or we are going to check the feasibility which has been provided by the auditor audit okay first of all we required an information on the basis of that information we can plan for the audit isn't it until unless we don't have an information how we can plan how we can plan for an audit information about the organization 
okay and post to that we can give the duration once the audit has been planned we can provide them and duration okay so duration based on to the strength of an organization based on to the process in which all process the it, it need to be audited okay so once we have the complete information then only we can decide the audit will last for 10 days 15 days 20 days how many days xyz okay so based on to the feasibility of the auditee we are going to uh, we are going to ask for any information okay once we have an information then we are going to give an expected duration of an audit okay post to that we are going to make sure that this audit will be completed by anyhow it will be completed onto the xyz given date okay now let me give you uh, some information about uh, that how much uh, the audit will going to last okay it's in general information um, again it's not mandatory thing let's suppose there are employees in between 10 to Fifteen in an organization where we want to perform an audit. So the audit will be uh, is going to last for six days, as per the list given by your ISO twenty seven thousand one lead auditor. Okay. Now again, it's not a mandatory thing that we will be only going with a six day audit. Now it's totally depending on to the requirement, depending on to the process, how much the process need to be audited, what are the requirement of the organization based on to that, these are the general numbers which has been given. Okay, audit duration has been given. If there is an employee in between, sitting in between 46 to 65, the number of days will be required over here is 10 to conduct an audit. Okay, if the organization strength is between, let's suppose 280 to 400, Okay, the duration will be increased now. 15. Okay, let's suppose organization strength is between 2000. Let's say 2000 to 2500. Okay, now the duration will be around 22 days. Now, these are certain general time availability given by your 27001 standard. Okay, now in this time duration, what we are going to define, we are going to define the scope of your management system. We are going to understand the process of the management system. Okay, we are going to uh, check uh, what activity to be performed by the audity. Okay, how many sites we are going to um, visit and perform an audit. Okay, is there any previous audits has been done? Give us the reports of it. If there is any agreement related to outsourcing services, give us the information. If there is any regulatory laws and contractual agreement, give us all the information. So on to the first day, there will be a study, study and preparation of an audit. Okay, so almost uh, half day will be required for that. Then uh, second day, we are going to uh, review all the documents, documents of the audit. Third day, uh, we are going to begin with an audit. So let's suppose five days are required for uh, to audit the whole organization. Okay, and on to the last day we will be preparing for an final report. We got the audit feasibility, audit acceptance, 
okay or also we derive an audit objective now audit objective is what to confirm whether uh, the organization has been meeting up to the requirement standard okay the sms has been effectively meeting to their intended result okay not only that organization has been reaching to an information security objective onto the base of their own criteria so this will be the audit objective okay once there is an objective after that we are going to set up and set up an audit scope now audit scope will be your isms scope okay it's been describing the range the limits of the audit okay where it has been audited organization location organization unit activities process procedures need to be audited methods to be audited tools technology which they have been using okay as well as the duration of an audit this all things will be coming under to your scope okay once the scope is been identified then documentation will be the scope will be given to the auditee and to the certification body if there is any change okay if there is any change into an scope now again that change need to be updated and it need to be presented into the form of a documentation okay now that change of in scope will be shared with the auditee with the certification body for an approval after the approval we are going to follow the new scope if there is a change into in scope okay so any changes in the scope must be compared must be written okay then it is been agreed between the certification body and between the auditor and auditee as well okay this change need to be documented because it's a mandatory thing if there is any change on to your scope now scope uh, a, a simple definition will be your index so whenever we open a book so first page what do we have we have an index that's what we are going to learn in this book that is what your scope is okay if we add one more chapter in that book then we have to change the index as well we have to add that chapter in the index as well isn't it okay so if we are changing in one book that means in all the copies we have to make a change so same thing if there is change into a scope that uh, that that change uh, that agreement or that change will be provided to the certification body to the auditor and to the auditee okay and that need to be documented as well it need to be stored that we have changed the scope down the line the, if there is an another audit during that time he can understand that you have performed an audit from the new scope not from the old scope okay now after the scope we defined a criteria okay now in management system audit the audit criteria are the requirement requirement against to the standard against uh, uh, which need to be audited or uh, let's suppose that uh, uh, the auditee want to obtain foreign certification so that will be coming under to the criteria criteria is your 27001 criteria is your pci dss criteria is your hipaa okay so this criteria is going to derive the internal rules policies laws and regulation okay your interested party requirement address standards or any particular uh, commercial contractual agreements as well okay so once the criteria has been sent uh, then the agreement will be signed 
okay agreement between the i can say uh, both the teams who is going to perform an audit and uh, who wants to go for an audit okay the auditor and the organization okay now uh, in this certification of an agreement uh, there will be scope objective criteria responsibility of an auditor uh, uh, unrestricted access area all this information will be given and then the agreement will be shared between both the parties and then uh, after the signing that agreement after the signing the nda the audit will begin okay so establishing the contract with the auditee okay so the contract has been established and after that audit schedule is been provided once we have the audit schedule then the audit will be baking okay so what we have done we have gone with the process of initializing of an audit okay now we are going to understand how the internal audit or we can say how the stage one audit has been done now stage one audit is what during the stage one audit auditor what he does auditor does not verify the effectiveness of a management system whether it has been placed or not auditor will check the effectiveness of the management system into a stage two audit not into a stage one audit he only validates whether the document process has been existing or not all, all this document document process is been effectively implemented or not as per to your standard requirement okay so whatever thing has been documented let's suppose the implementer has documented 50 controls so as an auditor we are going to check whether all these 50 controls have been implemented or not okay so we are not verifying the effectiveness of the management system in this place we are only verifying uh, what all documented process has been set whether those documented process have been effectively implemented or not or are been complying with to the standard requirement or not okay so as an auditor as an internal auditor or a stage one audit we review the client management system documented security tools okay we evaluate the client site specific uh, conditions as well we review, review the client status and understand the, uh, 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 the requirement as well okay we obtain necessary information regarding to the scope and to the management system as well okay now this will be my objectives okay so first i am going to review the client management system and the documents okay i assume this is your uh, internal audit so as an uh, internal audit what we are going to do we are going to review the documented uh, management system so if uh, there is an implementation of your isms has been done so we are going to review all the isms cycles all the implementation okay we are going to evaluate uh, the specific conditions as well okay so uh, discussing with the client uh, determining their uh, determining their preparations uh, how they have prepared uh, uh, for this evaluation of uh, your ISMS, how they had gone with the uh, condition to implement ISMS. Okay, so we are going to review the status and understand uh, the requirement standard as well. Okay, so in order to so we can identify the key pro key process 
okay so uh, we can identify uh, the objective as well we can we can understand uh, uh, how they have been operating the management system as well okay so this has been done generally done into an stage one audit so uh, generally the stage one audit will be an on-site audit okay we also call it as an on-site activity so in on-site activity we evaluate first we evaluate the location okay the condition where uh, we are going to perform an audit what is the location so uh, once we visit to the location we go with an observation okay so auditors uh, will be very much familiar to the location once he has been into that location he will be very much familiar with the location okay in order he can better assist uh, the risk related uh, to the specific condition okay so he can obtain certain information security uh, rules as well he can uh, use certain uh, personal per, uh, per, uh, this protective equipment as well if uh, it if it is been applicable so let's suppose if i'm visiting to your organization to perform an internal audit so i will be bringing my own laptop now i want to connect my laptop with your uh, internal network so first of all what i will be asking i will be asking for an access okay now if i'm coming inside your organization so again i need an access card okay a temporary id will be provided now everything will be documented how it is been documented your the security guard is going to document the things okay i am going to provide my name followed by the time when i am visiting it okay followed by why i am visiting it and to whom i am visiting so again this information has been documented as an evidence that some person has been came to this organization to perform an audit on this date on this time okay after that a temporary access card has been given i am going to tap the temporary access card into the access point and i am going to come inside that premises now after that i am going to ask for an access for my for that particular network okay so uh, like this what we are doing we are getting familiar with the organization and we are giving we are asking for certain uh, you can say uh, certain proactive uh, approach or some uh, some pro, uh, protective uh, equipments or certain you can say the network equipments or tools and technologies as well to conduct an audit okay so um, after this we are going to connect with certain persons or some people isn't it because uh, if we don't connect with the people how we are going to understand about this organization so there will be an uh, uh, you can say uh, the person uh, presented uh, is going to represent from that uh, organization body okay so he is going to make sure whatever the requirements are those requirements have been fulfilled so whenever i ask for certain documents so he is going to make sure that all documents will be presented or all documents will be provided to me okay now this is the case of an external audit okay of an external auditor now what if your organization is having a team internally in that condition the situation may vary okay the situation will going to be vary over here so we are already an employee i am already an employee for this organization so straight away i am going to review the documents okay documents often isms implementation i am going to evaluate where and how this isms has been implemented in that organization so they are protecting the information security 
for the asset and how they have been protecting i am going to review the state and understand about the requirement standard of an isms as well why they have been aiming for an isms requirement a general observation okay so we are going to check for the test plan audit plan that is going to help us in the preparation as well preparation for stage to audit okay as an internal auditor we are going to obtain necessary information regarding to the scope regarding to the management system okay what is the scope under to what key parties this thing need to be audited so during and stage one audit the audit team is going to conduct an interview as well to the key interested parties implementation has been done by whom by the implementer okay so when the uh, when the uh, we, what we are going to do in this situation we are going to ask some question to that implementer so how you had implemented this 50 controls why do you think this 50 controls are very much essential for this organization on to the what basis you have done the implementation okay so during an interview we can ask certain questions with that particular person who is been behind to the implementation okay so that will be my first key interested party okay so what we are trying to do we are trying to collect an evidence so we can validate whether this uh, management system has been compliant or not has been uh, meeting to the requirement or not okay so if there is any challenges has been coming or has been faced by an audit so it may be because of a legal requirement because of a regulatory because of a contractual requirement okay and if there is any challenges how they are managing and responding to those challenges okay so this will be done or this will be verified by your internal auditor okay now first thing has been done review has been done after that uh, this uh, review of an client management has been done review of the documentation now a uh, review of a documentation is what it's in general understanding or you can say it's in function uh, for the management system so we are going to understand about each process and after we get an information about that process we are going to audit those process okay so we are going to evaluate the management system design as well as related process as well as their controls okay so a verification will be done by the internal auditor and it will be reviewed uh, that how this uh, management system has been operated okay so verification has been done over here so what all information they have been collected so let's suppose they had implemented a control and that control is your clean desk policy now this has been documented after documenting this control okay it has been implemented after implementation organization what they are going to do they are going to go with an awareness training program okay now this awareness training program also need to be documented when the training program is been conducted 
to what uh, uh, which all employees have conducted or have uh, attended this training program okay not only that when any person has been hired any employee has been hired first what they are going to do they are going to share the documentation related to the policies not only that the induction will be done in that induction achar is going to share the information that we haven't cleaned this policy that means you are not going to uh, save any crucial information on your desktop along with that if someone has been passing by you are not going to enter the password as well okay if you are not sitting into your place make sure you are uh, you are logging off from the device okay don't uh, uh, keep the device unlocked when you are not at to your place it may can lead to certain uh, you can say temper uh, tempered of your data or deletion of your data or any malicious activity of to, to your data okay so that's why this policy has been created and not only that this policy is been documented as well and it's been informed as well so if the organization is following all this process all this step by step approach that means they have been compliant fulfill they are fulfilling the requirement for that control okay now how we verified this thing we verified through one documentation first which policies has been implemented where it has been implemented when it has been implemented how it has been implemented asking all the five questions and also verifying it from a documentation once the verification has been done once the review of the documentation has been done okay so after review we go with an verification now verification how it has been verified by doing an interview of the employees we are going to ask the employees have you attended the training program in that training program the trainer of that particular hr person has shared you the information related to a clean test policy if yes can you give uh, if yes can you give me some information if no we are going to document those things okay so what we are doing we are doing a verification confirming whether this control is fulfilling the requirement fulfill established or not okay so whether the control is complete correct consistent and it's been current as well okay completed means expect this uh, uh, it has been uh, all it has been uh, accepted okay containing uh, the information in the documentation the second is your correct correct is what the content is confirmed okay and there are other reliable sources are also present like your standards like your regu uh, this regulations consistency okay consistency is what the documented information has been consistency itself okay there are related uh, there are information related to this document as well and it's been updated too once we go with the verification once we cross check with all these things then that means we have verified where this control has been 100% meeting up to the requirement then we go with the validation okay validation of that document what is there inside the document we look for the content 
in what format the document is we go with and format then we go with the process who is managing this document who is managing this control this control is coming under to an admin team okay so we are going to check whether the admin team is taking the full responsibilities of this control as well now when we are going with the first process by reviewing or uh, this verifying any document so there are total four levels level 1 level 2 level 3 and level 4 in verifying the documents okay now this documents can be audited uh, uh, in this manner Uh, from a level one manner, level two, level three, level four, we can derive this into a four format. So level one will be your uh, documented related uh, to your governance framework, like your policies, ISMS scope, information security objective, documented uh, uh, inform information security objective documentation. So that will be coming under to your level one. Then we have is your level two. Level two will be describing your process. your controls okay like uh, you can ask the five questions who why what where when how when this particular document has been documented who has documented this thing what has been documented when it has been documented so that will be a description of the control okay level 3 will be co containing your procedures okay which is going to describe in detail how the task has been performed then we have is your level 4 document now this level 4 documents will be your records okay which will be your evidence for example this assessment has been done so for that what we have we have a report so that report will be on record okay so that will be my level 4 document level 4 document will always be on record level 3 will be your procedures level 4 level 2 will be the uh, giving you the description of your process and level 1 will be containing the uh, giving you the uh, description of the governance framework so this is how the documents are been listed okay and as an auditor what we do we examine this document okay so we verify this document we uh, cross check all this document okay so basic document has been audited um there are more uh, then after that we go with an verification process of the document documentation now verification again is an inform uh, yeah, very much uh, in, informative related to your internal audit okay during your stage 1 audit now once the verification has been done we provide a report out of those verification okay so this is the process of an stage 1 audit now the stage 1 audit uh can be uh, done into three way three steps okay or three views we call it as so one is your prepare for on site activity conduct an on site activity and review the documented information now prepare for on site activity that means prepare for the internal audit okay so what is my main objective my main objective is to do one stage one audit now how this stage one audit will be done by reviewing the audited doc by reviewing that organization management system okay by checking the access of the uh, specific site and specific condition by reviewing the 
standard requirement by collecting more and more information related to those particular requirement okay so we are reviewing and collecting the evidence to obtain the specific to obtain the information related to those particular implemented controls okay so uh, these are the stages okay stage one we uh, well, step one we go with a preparation stage okay so uh, during stage one audit ideally uh, this take place uh, between two to four weeks before any stage two audit now uh, this stage one audit should uh, again uh, there is a there is a reason behind to it uh, the stage one audit uh, should not be uh, conducted too far from the stage two audit okay why because there might be any chances or there might be any uh, uh, you can say uh, possibilities that uh, there will be a change uh, between uh, um, uh, during during the process for example as of now uh, i am using certain tools okay now let's say after five days these tools have been updated okay the patch has been released now this thing need to be updated as well so i have already conducted a stage one audit in the stage one audit the information has been given that uh, the assessment has been done that the version of this tool is not been vulnerable it's been completely fit and fine but when we go with a stage to audit the version number has been changed okay the multiple things are getting changed over here for example the organization is adopting new technologies okay audit has been done six months before now after um, after two months after three months some new technologies have been adopted by the organization now this thing need to be audited this need to be documented as well now no information related to that when there is an external audit they will be asking a question that how you uh, started using this uh, particular technology where are the records uh, uh, how uh, how many resources are behind to this particular technology now again how you had a uh, install all this application providers and license now that need to be uh, documented as well there will be an asset inventory now those asset inventory should be cross verified there will be a control to be established behind to that uh, particular uh, application because we cannot give full access to each and every employee a limited privilege need to be provided now again that need to be addressed so we are adding a control okay again the scope has been changed that's the reason it has been said whenever we want to go with a stage to audit or external audit make sure before two to four week uh, in between two to four week perform your internal audit okay so usually 30 percent of the time has been spent uh, in your stage one audit so at least in stage one audit we can simply uh, review all the documented information and perform the audit site uh, this uh, make sure that uh, the organization is ready for your uh, uh, this certification. Now, when we go with and uh, prepare for on-site activity, generally uh, auditor audit team what they are going to do. So, audit team is going to carry out certain uh, certain general review for that particular documentation, documentation related to uh, information security policies operation process okay list of inventory records uh, whether uh, the training session details uh, previous audit report multiple things okay so it's a general review okay 
general review to evaluate whether this document information is uh, updated or not has been signed by the correct person or not or containing complete information or not which is going to help the auditor to maintain the systematic structure approach as well okay with regards to your documented information which has been presented which has been needed during an audit so that's what we do in your on-site activity now when we are conducting an on-site activity what four things we are doing we are evaluating the location first we are evaluating the site specification the site condition where need to be audited okay and make sure um, and as audit auditor we are going to make sure that we connect with those interested parties okay interested parties will be the implementer who have done the implementation of an isms your top management okay along with that uh, the person who is behind to that control okay so all the process owners hr manager sock manager the accounts manager they knows better about their controls the roles and responsibilities so we can ask the question and we can ask the documents as well related to their processes okay so what we are doing we are contacting those persons okay we are observing the technology which has been used we are observing the uh, operations as well where the isms has been implemented okay so this thing has been once this thing has been done after that we will be connecting with those people who are responsible to those processes okay so once we are, this uh, this has been reviewed uh, once the documents have been reviewed so reviewing your uh, documents as well so relevant uh, management system uh, documents okay so from those document we can gather the information we can understand uh, the organization of uh, uh, operations as well okay as well as we can prepare for the audit activities as well okay so once we understood about the process functions which has been um, stored in the documentation now after that um, we are going to create a report out of it okay so uh, uh, so there will be a set of and criteria everything has been uh, coming from that criteria ensuring uh, all these things have been reviewed and once the review has been done based on to that evidence the report will be created okay now there is one more thing the evidence should be accurate it should be sufficient as well okay and it should be complete as well okay so once this criteria has been meeting that means the evidence has been fulfilled based on to that evidence you are going to give a judgment and that will be reported okay and this report will be shared with your top management okay and they are going to make a decision out of it that audit has been completed we had identified this problem okay you can fix the problem the suggestion has been provided that will be shared with your top management and your internal audit has been completed now you can there is no major non-confirmity you can plan for a certification okay so after this the preparation of a stage to audit will begin 
uh, that we are going to discuss in depth. Uh, uh, tomorrow we are going to discuss about a stage two audit. Okay, we will be focusing uh, more over to an external audit. Okay, so similarly, uh, how we are discussed today about the process, about the fundamental concept of an internal audit. Okay, how that audit will be uh, processed, how that audit will be conducted, who will be conducting this audit, what are the roles and responsibility of an auditor. Similarly, we are going to understand the uh, the principles, fundamental concepts uh, of your external audit, the process of an external audit, the implementation of an external audit of your stage two audit, and after that, uh, the preparation, the conducting uh, this. Uh, confirming for the non-confirmative, which has been given by say uh, given by an external audit. So after that, there will be a follow-up process. There will be an uh, I can say uh, review of the particular follow-up process, and after that, there will be a certification. So the complete process of a stage two audit will be discussed on to our next day.